0: Welcome to the Affiliate Interview Series by Stastrone. Our next guest is William Armitage, who's the co-founder of Best Odds and also an angel investor. Today, we talk about adding value for your users. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Affiliate Interview Series. Uh, I got a very special guest, uh, Will Armitage from Best Odds. And Will, I'm going to pass it over to you to introduce yourself.
1: Uh, thank you, John. Uh, my name is Will Armitage. Uh, a career of online trading initially uh, at a company called IG Group back in the in the 2000s, but had uh, always looked to move into the gambling industry at some stage. I was uh, a school bookmaker. Probably shouldn't acknowledge that, but I was back in in the in the 1990s, and actually spent work in uh, in the late 1990s in a sports spread betting business in the UK. Uh, I've been a punter probably since the age of six when I first went to a thing called a point-to-point, which is the type of horse race, and fundamentally it's in my DNA. I love to bet. I appreciate and understand what it's like to be a bettor. Um, I feel like I can empathize in that regard. And so I looked at this as an opportunity in about two years ago and uh, thought this is too good a website to give up, and here we are. Just so I'm looking at the date now, we're about two years and uh, one week away from when we launched, and I'm the proud owner of bestodds.com.
0: So getting that domain, I'm assuming it it wasn't cheap. But do you think it's better to go with like a quality branded uh, domain that kind of commands respect versus trying to build something up where you're building up like you know that that unique brand that's not your standard keyword? Like the perfect example is: Would you rather have? poker.com or pokerstars.com and you know it's uh one's better than the other
1: i i think (laughs) this go back it was quite funny we my sort of co-founder and i we'd already acquired the domain um when we started going out looking for sort of a a seed round as such so it was rather sort of (laughs) the horse had bolted already we'd uh we'd acquired it and then looked to yeah we raised a small round and I think it was about the seventh page of the presentation was the power of a domain. If you are hotels.com, if you are booking.com, if you do what it says on the tin, the power of that for the long term, and in a world where we're sort of inundated with new domains and inundated with information, you've got to somehow try and stick in the memory of a user and a consumer. And if you are the vernacular of what it does on the tin, I think it is, well, I certainly hope um, in future we'll look back and think actually it was well worth it and actually it was a value trade when we picked it up but you're not far wrong it was it was expensive
0: Okay,
1: uh, I'm not going to divulge how much it was but uh, yeah. no, we, we think it's worth it as I said there was a lot of thought that went into it um, for that memorability and also in terms of best thoughts being part of as I said the vernacular of a better across the English speaking world and that's that's several billions of people. So it's a big target market with which you can hopefully sort of embed yourself into their brain and memory as being yeah. a destination.
0: Yeah, that makes sense for, I mean, what you're trying to imply, like, you know, what the value proposition is. And speaking of that, it's uh, what would you say are some of the USPs that you want to, uh, that you currently have for the site and maybe some of your aspirations for what you want to do this year and beyond to be like, I believe there's a lot of changes happening in the iGaming space where. People have created more SEO sites and then we're starting to see a switch from information to value.
1: I think it, you've struck the nail on the head. Um, I think when we acquired the domain, we always thought we have to try and aspire to be a destination. I think you're up against... There's some very talented people out in this world. It's a cutthroat it world. And you know the quality of that competition. At times, can be tough to beat. And so you have to think, okay... Out of all the choice that's there, what can we offer the customers to make sure they want to come back and actually talk about themselves? I mean, word of mouth is vital. It, it's funny, I was, when I, was, I harked back to my days on the, uh, the IG group, which is a FTSE 250 multi-billion pound business in the online trading space. And when you're there, it's vital that people talk about you to their friends. And I think we did a survey in Germany. We said a lot of money in Germany. And it turned out, I think, it was 62% of people came by word of mouth. Wow. And if you can run a business where you have that sense of sort of brand ambassadorship amongst your users, you're doing something well. I mean, I heart back to IG. We were, luckily, we were the global number one. We spent gazillions in R&D, in essence, to typical of the best sort of trading platforms at that time in the sort of pre Hood era. And it paid off. And we've got to think of this as being, okay... One can play the SEO game. You've got to be that so you've got to be more. You've got to provide value, as you said, to a customer. And that's what I think twenty twenty three is going to be sort of very much our focus and aim. That yeah, we've not spent huge amounts of money on branding or influencers or anything like that. We're just sort of paso a paso, as one of our one of our guys who lives in Colombia likes to say, just go sort of step by step. This is a long term project. We're not in it to be flipped. We're not, you, it's funny, you look at the space and you, if you take the holistic view, you see some operators, not as operators as such, but affiliates, and you know they're just teams themselves up to get flipped quickly and doing all sorts of games. You think, nah, that's not us. We, we've paid for this domain. There's, there's value, inherent value in creating a destination. And that's what we want to do, rather than just being a sort of transient shop that attracts a user and it's like, done, take the box, move on. No. Attract the user, get them to be your brand ambassadors. Think back to that sort of IG mark of sixty-two percent being word of mouth. You can do that. You're on. You're on a roll.
0: I think you've actually articulated it probably best. Where a lot of affiliates they think about it from their perspective of going, I'm taking this customer and I'm making money by referring them to these brands, but they're not really thinking long term, and no one's really looking at it. Going well, let's look at the user where. If they can recommend your brand to their friends, this is not only more traffic, but it's the best kind of traffic where they're going to come back to. you. And I think this is uh, totally lost on the affiliate marketing entire community.
1: Yeah, no, I, I hardly agree. It is funny. When I first sort of was aware of betting affiliates, I was a user of OddsChecker, I think practically since week one or week two. Because for me as a bet, as I said, I can empathize with a punter, with a better want to phrase it. I know what it's like. You want to shop for value. It's one of the sort of the golden rules of betting. So I was, I was in sort of single digit age where my father, who was a, he himself was a school bookie in the 1950s. you got to impart sort of rules around betting and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And so if you have that sort of in your DNA, you, you think actually, okay, I want to get people to come to this site, be respectful of, of the dangers that are involved in, in betting, but have fun with it deem it as entertainment get the best value and we supply tools and research etc to make sure people can keep coming back to it because you and i know if you're an affiliate you want to get paid you get paid by getting people to open different numbers of accounts and if you are a destination and people come to you because either it's the best odds or the research tools or information or advice or whatever it is they keep coming back And you can say jesus christ look at the there's a massive delta and the odds on X for the Super Bowl, or whatever it is. This is value. That's what you've got to seek. As my father said, in terms of betting, if you have a really fancy bet, horses or sports or America, for whatever it is, but it's not value, be strict, don't do it. And it's a really hard thing to do. If you find value, then have a crack. And, and I think that's what you sort of, I want for the long-term and best odds to be that sense of we help people bet better. Seek the opportunities. Don't get skanked on the price and the odds. Be savvy. Um, random up way to answer your question, but I hope it's, sort of, it's somewhere yeah. around there.
0: <laughs> How many hours every week does your team spend checking all of your stats? You know, clicks, sign-ups, FTDs, CPAs earned revenue and commissions. Are you storing this data manually on spreadsheets? Surely there has to be a better way. That's exactly what StatStrone is for. Save hours and focus on work that makes you more money and use the app to optimize your campaigns so you know where to send more traffic to. Oh and other features? Discover nearly 900 iGaming affiliate programs, get account balances, save notes on all your deals, stay on top of trends of your own data, Oh, and you can also store the data on your own server and super fast onboarding. Visit www.statstrone.com and give the app a try for free. Well, my next question kind of leads into that same kind of theme of uh, topic about talking about value. And I noticed that, you know, some of the staff you have at Best Odds, it's, uh, you know, like you've got uh, content creators like Malcolm, uh, um, is it Darnley? And I, he's got a background from Sportsnet and The Score, which are two prominent, uh, you know, media sites. So, um, you know, I'm just wondering. It's like, you know, like what kind of, what, what do you see in, in bringing them on board? That it's kind of obvious that what their value kind of brings, but maybe just talk about uh, doing content in a different way. That's, you know, I think there's a lot of affiliates that go, okay, where can I hire the cheapest content writer and do the same thing and look at what every other affiliate's doing? And I think here you're you're taking it from a different angle, going. This is top of the food chain expert opinions in sports.
1: Correct. I, I think it's it's. I harp back to it. it is the empathy of being in the better shoes. I'm not in this to flip this business quickly and just ramp it with crap uh, content. No, I want people to actually talk about it to their friends. And it's I don't know if you're aware we do Mark and Wright's sort of a weekly newsletter. I'm actually going to do more because he's educative, he's informed, he's witty, he's insightful. We have a data scientist on the team, a sort of young whiz kid uh, from Germany who is, can do staggering things with numbers. And the, sort of, the, the stories that the American sports can, can, can concoct with the voice of Malcolm is, is, I think, highly entertaining and great. And we're seeing great growth in our newsletter numbers. And I think it's because it's quality content. And, and that's what people want. Because actually, yes, we're inundated with information and lacking time and we're busy. But... I'm sure you do the same that if you have your favorite newsletter appears ha ah, well, grab a cup of tea i'll actually spend time and read it focus or do not disturb and actually enjoy it and um i mean there's somebody i really admire called keith stewart of read the lines i'm not a golfer but i, I quite like a bit of golf and i think he just writes exceptionally well and i think i'm keen that best odds will in the years ahead sort of have talented writers such as malcolm uh, and I think he's sort of the lead Trojan horse into, into quality content. And that's what we want to produce.
0: Uh, we've talked about AI content in the past, how it seems like it has potential. But um, I kind of think I might know the, the answer to this next question, which is like, we've got AI content over here. And then we've got guys like Malcolm over here. And it's like, uh, where do you see the future of content writers and whether AI actually has a real chance or what is the place of AI content in this whole uh, scheme
1: of affiliate marketing? It's funny, it's one of these phrases that's bandied about, and I wear another hat of of being a very active angel investor too. And it's funny how many pitch decks I see with this AI buzzword and you go, okay, is it actually AI? Or is it just a few water functions? (laughs) And people that are purporting to be AI, BS, no, it's not. Um, But everybody uses, yeah, the aspect of automated content creation. Yes, if you're building a domain where you want to have traffic and, and find people through sort of random keyword searches on Google, people will play that game. But I, I would still hazard that when it comes to the newsletter or the major games or the major matchups, people will come because they, there's a writer they enjoy and they empathize with and they keep going back to it. As I said, I've, I've used Odds checker for, for 20 years. Um, I like one of the horse racing tips is there. I will always see what he does. Um, and likewise, I want us to have that feeling of keep coming back to do it because you enjoy what you're reading and, and the person, you have an affinity with the guy. You must feel as though you know them. And I think in this day and age, I always think it's fascinating that you look at all these Netflix, Amazon Prime series where you have all these superstars. I feel I know these people personally. And I think it's very cool if you can create that same semblance of familiarity with a writer on your team that um, if you were to meet Mark when the pub, you'd, go, you'd be immediately hit it off because you know that humor, the character, the knowledge And uh, almost like a sort of friendship, that's sort of what we're aspiring to.
0: And and I guess that kind of makes it interesting where, you know, we we live in an age where you can actually connect with these uh, thought leaders a lot easier than, you know, back uh, 20 years ago when it's TV and these people are so out of reach that, you know, you're never going to, you'd be lucky if you even see them in real life. And now you actually get a chance to talk with them and interact with them.
1: Yeah bit creepy, really, at times, I think. I don't know if I was, if I was super famous, would I, would I really want that? But it's, it's part and parcel of what life is now, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: it is what it is. Last question. Uh, what other areas of affiliate marketing would you say interest you outside of uh, iGaming? Dog food. Dog food. <laughs> i I
1: mentioned just now that i have um sort of angel investments and i have one in a a, a dog food business and i do think that's an area where a bit random i'm sure you probably weren't expecting that but that's the first one that comes to mind um what are the odds dog food piece that that i do want i know is an industry there's great loyalty there's great retention in that industry and i think in a way almost sort of you try and seek parallels for for what you you know best, and and in the i gaming sports betting space, if if you can have loyalty of your audience, you're in a very good space. Um, so yeah, I think dog food would be the one. Anyway, a bit random, but uh, being honest, I, I like it,
0: and we'll we'll end it there. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. And how can people get a hold of you
1: if you want them to get a hold of you? Always oh, tough. Um, find me on LinkedIn, Will Armitage, Best Odds. Uh, I should be there. Awesome. Thank you so much. John, real pleasure. Lovely to see you, and hope to well hope to see you in person again soon. Will do. Thanks for your time.